Welcome back, everybody, to another fun-filled episode of the We Are Adult Show, brought to you by Hoppyhead Productions. I'm your host, Sean, across the way, Danny. How are you, man? Oh, man. I had a I had a whole thing I wanted to talk about, and then I forgot about it, because life. Because life. Oh, well. Yeah, I guess apparently I'm good. I'm good, though. I can't complain, right? Yeah. You're, you're probably better than me, then. Well, I know I'm better than the people in New York City. <laughs> um, I, I don't know why I didn't tell you, because I'm sure this is probably something you would have liked to know, but I figured I'd save it for the podcast, because, you know... It's surprises? A, surprises. Yeah, so luckily my family knows, so that's why I won't get in trouble. Uh, there won't be that. It won't be the first time they heard about this, but... Um, after work on Thursday, I was driving home. I was actually in an auto accident, so I uh, I hydroplaned my car off the road into some trees. So obviously I'm okay because I'm talking to you. <laughs> did, no, you it, did you die? Did you die? <sighs> so, dude, it is. I don't know if you've hydroplaned before. But whenever you spin out from the snow... A short or, amount of time, but yes. Yes. Like, it is fucking... It is nerve-wracking. Like, and I guess the only thing I would say that... Look, it was four in the morning. So, like, there's no cars around, which was good. Because um, I was... I'm cruising in the left lane, you know. And um, the, sto- the we had a storm go through, but it's it was kind of more or less calm at that point like it wasn't like it wasn't like just pouring but it was it was coming it was raining a little bit uh but it'd been raining like all night and everything so like and it's been raining for like two weeks straight basically out here on the east coast or at least in jersey it feels like with like a day or two of sun so like we don't have like the slippery like oils from like california or phoenix or all these other places where it rains like once every couple months and the yeah, the road just becomes oil slick. Yeah, so we don't have that really going on. So I'm cruising um in the left lane, going home like I normally do, just talking with the, the, the girlfriend and and you know, I get I'm just going and then it just like like I, I feel like a little bump on the road and then I just and then my car just immediately just starts to fishtail. Like it starts, uh, the back end starts going, going out to the left and I'm spinning and so I'm starting to spin and it, it just, I feel like I'm, to, I'm just Tokyo drifting. Like it's not like, I'm not like flying around, but it's just like, whoop, and then I just, I just feel like going and then like, I don't, it, it, and it all happened so quick. So I remember like that part and then as I, as the back end's going, I just, I finally, I just feel like the car stop and like, I don't, I don't like nothing. I don't feel like anything's wrong, but then I realize like the car sideways, like the car is laying on the driver's side, but I don't know. I don't know exactly where. And I, like, I hear cars going by. So I'm like, okay, so I'm close to the road, but I can't, I, I'm probably not like directly like on the concrete or anything. Um, and, and like, so I'm sit, I'm like seat belted in. And so I'm on the driver's side. So like my head, like I, 
my head was against the airbag that came out of the side. Um, so, and I've lost my glasses at this point. So I'm like, kind of like, you know, half blind to what's going on. Cause all I could see is the light from my dash, the dashboard. Um, cause you have it on your Mazda too, right? Like the little computer where it shows the radio and stuff. Yes. Yeah. So all I, all I see, it says it's auto connecting to like nine one one. And so I'm just kind of like, what the fuck just like happened? So I finally like, I'm like, okay. So I check, you know, I'm checking my head. I don't feel any cuts. I don't see any blood or anything. So I'm like, okay, I'm okay. Um, um, and I, I end up, so I finally like the 911 operator goes through and she's asking me questions and you know, I'm like, I'm okay. This is where I'm at. Like, how drunk like, are you? <laughs> I assume that, I assume nobody asked me that question. So I, cause I probably didn't smell like it. So I was probably safe. <laughs> like, um, so like, and so I end up, so now it's like, I'm just in the car now, and I'm just like, I can't be in the car anymore. Like, this is fucking nerve-wracking. Like, it's not comfortable. So I'm like, all right, I got to make the descent. So, I, so I'm so i standing basically on my seat, and I could push up on the passenger door up, and I could open it, and, like, it's, it's still raining, and I could see I'm probably about 10 feet from the road, maybe, maybe maybe eight feet like so the road's not very far away but i'm plenty away from it and i could just tell like i've been swallowed up by some trees and whatnot and my car is in the mud so i end up there's a guy outside and so and, and i think this is like the the um i'm thinking this is like the cops or somebody i'm like holy shit like this is pretty fucking quick um and the guy's like you're good? I'm like, yeah, no, no, no. I'm good. I'm good. Don't worry about it. And he's, uh, and he's just like, uh, dude, he's like, uh, I'm like, he's like, I, it's crazy. He's like, what happened? I was like, I hydroplaned, um, right after exit 40. He's like, dude, the same thing happened to me. He's like, my car is actually, um, like 20, like 25 yards ahead of you. Um, and on the side, I'm like, I was like, holy shit. Like, so at some point we both hydroplaned literally at the same spot and hit and, and just went off the road at different parts, but had to be within like minutes of each other. Cause neither of us saw each other either, which is right. the other, which is the other crazy thing, which adds more to that story in a little bit. So I eventually crawl out. I, I crawl into the passenger seat, put my foot on the middle consoles, and, and I, I get out of my car. I throw my Yeti out out of the car so I could have something to drink. Um, and I, I get out, and uh, and I'm good. So I'm standing in the rain. It's all good. Officers come. You know, the the uh, fire department comes. They do their normal checks. They're making sure, like, car's not on fire. There's, no, there's nothing leaking. Uh, tow trucks are called, all that stuff. So we get into we get in the cop car to um, to get out of the rain and to issue statements and stuff and um, and it there we're like we're telling you know we both told what happened and our both things that and he's like okay and he's like it's and he's like dude it's crazy because literally an hour ago there was another there was another accident right here where somebody I hydroplaned. <laughs> so, that sounds like a lawsuit against New Jersey. 
<laughs> yeah, Mount Laurel. <laughs> I, you're terrible. Um, so, they tell me some stuff. They don't give me any paperwork, and I'm like, okay, I'll be good. Um, so I called the state tr- the, the the state highway patrol on after I wake up uh, because at this point, like by the time I get home, showered, I eat, and I'm I like come down. I'm just like I'm exhausted. I'm going to bed. So in the afternoon, I called, dude. It I can't, I had like three different officers trying to help me. Like, they couldn't locate my car. They couldn't tell me what tow service had it. So finally today, Saturday, like a full. 24 hours after I started initially calling for this, I finally figure out where my car is. So Monday I could go take a look and figure out what happened. Um, and it's crazy. I think, like, I think just because I have a small CX-3. So I think as I started to skid off, I started to hit the mud and probably start to slow down. And when it, and when it, it probably caught and it flipped, I think it just like stuck in the mud. You know what I mean? Where it was just like, because the passenger car, the passenger side had like no mud or anything on it, so I think as it as it hit the mud, it just was like boop <laughs> to Did the you side. Flipped in the air. Yeah, there was like no. I, I I don't think there was like any kind of flipping. Like the front airbags didn't even go off. It was just the sides, and there was like no mud on the on the passenger side. So I'm hoping that my car's just scratched up and it's not totaled. Because that would be bad, because I just literally paid it off. <laughs> that would suck. Yes, it would. But you also <laughs> upgrade the CX-30. It's a little bit bigger than the 3, but not as big as the 5. I was thinking about getting a 5, because uh, we have a, a Mazda 3 as well, so there's been some. there would be some very nice times to have a little bit bigger of a car. Right. But like I said, check out, if you do, I mean, if you do have to, check out the 30. Yeah. Especially the all-wheel drive turbo edition, because then you can, mm-hmm. you know, hydroplane a little bit less scarily in my handle it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yes. because um, I had a buddy of mine get in a car accident, and he, uh, like, there was construction and stuff, and it, like, where the the, line, the road was uneven, and it caught his tires, and it just flung him into the center divider, and he bounced back across, and he was, like, face, he was parallel to the oncoming traffic, and he had, at that time, he drove a black Honda. And so he, you know, got out of the car because he didn't want to be in the middle of his. He didn't want to be in his car in the middle in the middle of the night, um, you know, in a black car facing with lights away from the traffic. So he called nine one one or whatever. And when they get there, like they immediately, like paramedics immediately put him in a stretcher. Come to find out, he had like broken his neck. Oh and, Jesus! Yeah, so he's just walking around with a broken neck. And they're like, wow. yeah, yeah, no, no. You need, we're gonna put the cone of shame on you, and you need to lay down. <laughs> You're a bad dog. Yes. But then going back <laughs> to the main thing, have you seen like any of the Reddit posts about New York? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, there's been a ha- there's been a handful, dude. New York City is fucking flooding. It's crazy. Like mm. people are like trying to walk to the subways in like waist deep water. Oh yes, yes, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, dude, that's and, nuts. And then you know how they have like the the part some of the apartments where they're basically like almost the basement apartment, but they built a like stairs down to it so that you can access it with the front door and all that. Yeah. Like they just showed videos of just the water, just rushing into those and like filling the, even this a little like entryway with the stairs and stuff being full. And it's like, all right, well, I guess hopefully like the whole building isn't a loss because those bottom, bottom floors are a loss. <laughs> yeah, they are. 
And then somebody posted a picture of like Tokyo subway when it floods and it's like the water looks like it's cleaner than our beach. It's like cleaner than river water. It's like almost drinkable versus like New York when the subways flood and it just looks like mud. Yes, from all the grime and trash. Yes. So, well, I'm glad you're okay. Hopefully um, it works out and you don't need to get a new car, but, you know, yeah, we almost, we almost lost the podcast in Sean. <laughs> it was almost shut down. Yeah, like, and yeah, my girlfriend was like, you can't do that to me. I'm like, I didn't try to get in an accident. <laughs> she was on the call, so she's literally, she just hears me like yelling like, fuck, oh shit, and then here's the car like hit like tumble and then disconnects because it auto connects me to 911 so she's just like has no idea where i'm at outside of probably the freeway it is just literally starting to like have a meltdown i can imagine (laughs) yeah it's like when i got hurt at work and you know my wife they called my wife and she came to the clinic and stuff and she wasn't allowed to go back there and she was like waiting for a while for any information. So finally, like they got to a point where I was being transferred from like the x-ray room back to the, the room where they had the exam room where they had me. Mm-hmm. And I had to go past the door to the lot, like the waiting room area. So they opened the door and let her kind of stand at the door and talk to me and stuff. And I, she was like, and at this point, like I'm like pale white, like I was in shock and stuff. And she's like, are you okay? And I told her, I'm like, well, there's just a little less of me to love. <laughs> my way of breaking door that I lost part of one of my toes. <laughs> I appreciate you really did say that. Yes. Oh my god, man. <laughs> that is the most perfect Danny response. I'm glad that I'm glad that you've never changed. Yes, even even in like um in a, a medical emergency, I'm still a dick. <laughs> my wife <laughs> there's just a little less of me to live honey, but i'm okay oh jeez. <laughs> so what are you drinking on this fine saturday you know it's kind of ironic what i'm drinking considering the statement that i made about the picture that you sent me yes oh with your beer in it because mm-hmm. i saw your beer and i'm like are you drinking orange juice and so I'm drinking a beer from uh, your Faja. My Faja. From your Faja. It's from uh, Dry Dock Brewing based out of Aurora, Colorado. Mm-hmm. It's part of their signature series. It's a chocolate blood orange imperial stout aged in, a, in bourbon barrels for 10 months. Wow. And so it comes in at 12.5% alcohol. It's a, it's a 2020 bottle. It says a robust, a robust imperial stout with pronounced roasted malt that is balanced by chocolate undertones and dark fruit back. This velvety textured beer was aged in bourbon barrels for ten months, and blood orange was added to complement its vanilla flavor and aroma. Oh man, not, it's been sitting out for about half an hour, waiting to be drinking. At first, I like smell as I'm pouring. I'm like, man, I can't get any orange. But now that it's kind of warming up a little bit. It definitely it smells like uh, orange, like an orange cream almost, because you can smell the vanilla, and the chocolate and the orange. Oh man, that's good. That is solid. It's like a, it's like a fifty-fifty bar. The the creamsicle, depending on mm-hmm. what, what generation you're from or what area of the country you're from. 
Oh, man. So, I know, like, one of the big um, British traditions they do for Christmas time is they buy those, they have those chocolate oranges. Have you ever seen those? No, I've not. If you like orange and chocolate together, it's amazing. Um, Trader Joe's sells them, so it's like chocolate, but it comes in the shape of an orange mm-hmm. with the slice, like the like the pe- like the slices of orange, and so you can just break them apart and eat the little sli- orange slices. But it's chocolate, mm-hmm. and it actually tastes pretty amazing if you pour yourself a little glass of whiskey and eat some of and you eat some of those. They complement yeah. each other very well. Do they? Which with like this adds to that theory because it is aged for barrels with orange. So yes. Okay. And and the other thing that I really appreciate about this beer is that a couple months like a couple weeks ago I guess or last week or whenever it was I posted something I opened a beer that had um, wax coating and I had to get like tools to break through the wax because it was kind of on there heavy and I posted on the the. I wrote in the post that maybe breweries should take all of the trend of like trading card games like Pokemon and Magic the Gathering and just put aluminum foil instead of wax because people like shiny things. And this one, in fact, had like orange um, aluminum foil, orange foil wrap covering the lid instead of the orange wax. So I really do appreciate that about this beer. It didn't take me 10 minutes to open it and have to get tools. I just had to rip through the aluminum foil. So what are you drinking, Sean? I am drinking, and I don't know, I don't know why this is a thing, but it is a smoothie-style sour wheat ale. It is a Neapolitan ice cream sour from Weldworks, also in Colorado. So this one comes in at 7.2% ABB. So it's got um, brewed with... uh, It says ice cream. I don't know if it's really ice cream. But uh, milk sugar, strawberry, prey. Yeah. Milk, chocolate, and vanilla. Nice. Yeah. So it's... I don't know, man. I just... These these dessert sours are are a little crazy. Yeah. But I will say... Yeah. I, I will say, like... Like the flavor complex is like very complicated. Like you're, like I get a lot of the sourness out of it, but you get like hints of, of the Neapolitan flavors in there. Like it, they're just they're just subtle little hits, um, and the beer is pretty thick, like for a sour as well. Like it it drinks easy. It drinks thinner than it looks, because like if you look at it, man, it's just like. You're just like, damn, dude, this is thick. It's got all sorts of shit in it from, um, you know, the puree and stuff. But it's it's not too sweet, though. I thought this was going to be too sweet. And I was like, I was kind of like not looking forward to it. But it's actually not bad. Did you get it from Taver or Faja? I think I, think I got it from Faja. Faja beers today. <laughs> exactly. There you go. It's weird. Sometimes we do that too often. <laughs> much, much to my wife's like disappointment. <laughs> We're just in sync. The hive mind. Yes. <laughs> <Right>. uh, <laughs> uh, 
That's too funny. So. So, you know, browsing Reddit, seeing all these different stories and stuff, trying to find a interesting, I guess, um, topical discussions. Something to talk about. Yes, to add to just our nerd. So we, we just can't just talk about anime all the time. <laughs> and so I came across this kind of fucked up sad story that kind of counteracted a feel-good story that happened, like, last summer. Mm-hmm. So last summer, everyone was talking about how, like, shelters were basically, like, out of dogs. And, like, some parts of the country were having to were having dogs, like, basically brought in from other parts of the country that weren't getting adopted fast. Like, there's some parts of the country where the shelters were being cleaned out and some parts of the country where, like, there was, just wasn't enough people to adopt all the dogs, so they were being transferred to busier shelters where there was wait lists. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's where, um, I don't know if it's the exact same story, but uh, I like to call my, uh, Mabel, I like to call her, uh, you know, she's dumb because she's from the South. She actually came from Mississippi. So I think that's kind of where she gets her weird instincts from. Maybe. And I mean, and your girlfriend does have um, the, the, the kind heart to uh, take in um, animals with defects, <laughs> which is also probably why she's dating you. Probably. Probably. Um, <laughs> so, um, they reported that basically now that people are going back to work, they're like, yeah, you know what? We don't want this dog anymore. So they're taking their dogs back to shelters. Shelters are starting to fill up again with people that are just like, yeah, I'm, I don't have time to play. I'm like, I don't have time to play with my dog. It's actually a commitment that I don't want to do anymore. I'm not at home not doing anything. So now it's a hassle. Yes, like I'm not home. Like I do. Like I'm not bored and lonely at home, so I don't need the company. So you can go ahead and just take it back. Fuck, dude, I hate dude. people, Sean. People, yeah, people are terrible. Like, um, you know, whenever movies come out and like whatever animals featured in the movie gets like super um, popular, and then they realize that maybe that animal isn't as like uh, easy to maintain. Like uh, one of the dogs that undeservedly gets punished because of its breed characteristics is huskies mm-hmm. because they're talkative dogs like they don't bark but if you ever like you ever see videos that pop up on the internet they get sassy with their like and but they like like they talk back like that yeah and then people are like yeah then i i can't have this breed and it's like dude did you do any research or did you just think wow husky's cute must get one yeah and they're very destructive. Yes. Oh, they yeah, because like, they're, they're high strong. Like, yeah. you need to with them. Mm-hmm. Like, where we you need to make a You need to make them run, and you, then you yes. got to brush the hell out of them because there's, they have so much fur because they're a winter dog. Yes. Like, uh, where we live, we don't, we're not allowed to have pets, but we are kind of just, you know, every once in a while we'll get into, like, a daydreaming mood about, like, what kind of dog we would get or whatever, and we... Like, if, you know, where we live, we have, we live in a townhome, and we have a little tiny backyard. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, we're not going to get a big dog. Like, as much as I would maybe, you know, certain dogs I would like to get, it's like, we're probably going to get have to get, like, a medium dog or smaller, yeah. because yeah. it's not fair to the dog. Yeah, no, I mean, you don't have, I think regardless, I mean, your backyard is really just a potty zone. And then you're gonna have to do like walks for the most yes. part to get to get exercise. 
Right, so that's why I'm like, we're not going to get a big dog, because that dog will, like, it can be, you know, um, scratching its butt on one side of the fence and sniffing through the other practically. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's not that small, but it, it's probably, what, 15 by 15 or 20 by 20 square? Yeah, yeah. But it's not a backyard for them to get zoomies, unless they're just running in a little tiny circle like a fishbowl. <laughs> but, that's um, fair. have you ever heard, it's like a kid's song, but it's, it's, um... It's kind of a play on different kinds of beans with pets, mm. with the dog. Mm. So it's like, it starts off, it's like, my dog Lima likes to roam. One day Lima left its home. He came back so nice and clean. Where, oh, where has Lima been? Lima <laughs> bean. And then you just, you know, you kind of round and everybody says a different bean. And so that song, for some reason, has been getting stuck in my head at random <laughs> intervals. And so we decided that if we ever do get a dog, we're going to name it Garbanzo. Because of the song. Plus, Garbanzo's fun to say. <laughs> and we can call it Little Bonzi for shorter Bonzo. My dog Garbanzo <laughs> left its home one day, Garbanzo. Like, my dog Garbanzo likes to roam one day, Garbanzo left its home. So, yes. That's, a, that's, our, that's our future dog name, Garbanzo. Bean. So, speaking of, like, fantasizing and thinking about things that could be... <laughs> that's a pretty nice segue I must say boom look at you go yes so Marvel has released the trailer for its next television show the animated adaption of the what if comics I honestly want to watch this one Danny I thought it was I liked some of the different things that they put into it like that they previewed and for all those weird nerds that really love it i was super i wasn't super excited but i did definitely did a head nod of like okay people are gonna want to watch this to the marvel zombies universe yes i was like damn we're doing marvel zombies and this seems about like but one place maybe the one place where they could kind of throw it in it's just I mean, it'll be interesting I, to see where yeah. it fits Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wonder if every episode's going to be, like, a one-shot thing where it's just completely random. Or, like, is it going to be, like, a t continuation story of, like, maybe the same person going through different timelines? From what I... It seemed like in the presentation, it seemed like it would be a one-off thing. Mm -hmm. It was just a one-off. Um, and, and, and one of the things that, like, they have to deal with, like, Disney and Marvel have to deal with with fans of the MCU is... A lot of, like, a big majority of the people that watch the MCU stuff have never read a comic. Mm hmm And so they're like, well, this doesn't make any sense. And it's like, well, it, it was in the comics. And they're like, well, yeah, but it doesn't make sense in a movie. Why put it in a movie? And it's like, because they have to they have, that, they have to do that balancing of making the comic fans happy, but also, like, not losing the casual, just watching the what's available in the theaters or on net, on uh, Disney+. Plus. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But it looks like they had one where it was, what if, um, like, Peggy Carter got the super soldier, soldier serum? Yeah. Another looked like it was, what if the um, Guardians of the Galaxy fought Loki in the Avengers movie instead of the Avengers, but they still had Thor with them, because he's, I guess, part of the Guardians of the Galaxy now? <laughs> yeah. And it seemed like there was a couple different Guardians of the Galaxy stories, because it was like, what if, um, um, well, I can't think of his name now, um... The Black Panther. Yeah, the villain um, from 
Or not the villain, but the uh, guy with the whistle in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yes. So it looks it looked pretty cool. Um, the trailer is on the YouTube if you want to check it out. It's just a little like teaser trailer. It comes out in uh, August. Mm-hmm. There's a uh, one episode left of Loki. Is there? Um, yes. Have you been watching it? Yes. How is it? it? It's my favorite of the shows so far by far. Really? Yes. <sighs> it's maybe I should try to check it out then. Yeah, by far it's my favorite because they do some interesting stuff like trying to get Loki like because when they first like Loki first appears he's Loki you know it's kind of weird because you ha- you have to forget everything that happened since the first Avengers basically because that's where it starts he's that Loki he's not the Loki that you know through Ragnarok and um, mm. the End Game and all that stuff he's not um, he's not that Loki that kind of had a little bit of a change of heart he's the I'm still trying to rule the world Loki. Gotcha. Um, the one thing though that sucks is like I'm surprised you haven't seen any, but there's like it's like oh the show's been available for twelve out for for twelve minutes. You've had long enough to watch it. I'm gonna start spoiling stuff, and it's like dude, calm down with the spoilers. <laughs> like um, uh, Black Widow's in theaters this weekend and on Disney Plus, and already people like as of yesterday. You know, Friday. So we're recording Saturday. So yesterday being Friday, people were already posting, like, uh, explaining the end credit scene in the Black Window, Black Widow show. What does it mean? And it's like, oh, come on, man. Like, I understand everybody wants to be the first, but whatever. Man. But, yeah, the show looks good. It's animated, so that kind of, I guess, will give people a little bit, um, um, more understanding that it's not sitting set for solid in the actual MCU. Um, but then this is also like Chadwick Boseman's last role that he did. Mm. So his he actually voiced, you know, T'Challa. Yeah. There it is. I knew I'd get it eventually if I workshopped it in my brain, T'Challa. Um, so this is like t- basically his final uh, performance in his, his appearances in What If. So it'll be a little bittersweet. You know, speaking of things that are set in, like, an alternate kind of universe, um, I watched the all-female cast movie version of Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters! And so I kind of went in this movie um, almost going to, like, hate-watch it, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I heard nothing but bad things about it. It's not funny. It's, you know, whatever. You know, all the all the people on the internet, that, on YouTube that complain and make fun of people that are triggered, making videos about how this movie triggered them. <laughs> um, um, and much to my surprise and almost like disappointment in myself, there was actually a, a quite a few scenes where I laughed out loud at this movie. <laughs> um, oh, really? Yeah, it's not like, it's like a, and I know they're making a new one with Paul Rudd where they're basically like undoing this movie, which I don't understand why. This movie could be set in its own universe. Like, it doesn't need to be set in the main universe that the other, the original Ghostbusters movies were set in because there's no mention of them at all. Like, pretty much everybody has a cameo in it mm. that was alive at the time, mm-hmm. up to and including like Sigourney Weaver and, oh, and um, the secretary. Like, so, like, everybody but um, the guy that played Egon, who passed mm-hmm. away, and Rick Moranis, who basically 
it took um, Ryan Reynolds and that whatever money Ryan Reynolds threw at him to get him to come out of um, Hollywood sabbatical. Oh, did you like an appearance? Yes, because he did a he did an appearance in a, a YouTube commercial for like Mint Mobile for gotcha. Ryan Reynolds. So I don't know what Ryan Reynolds had to do to get that accomplished. Which <laughs> wasn't in Ghostbusters. Mm. Um, you know, as much as I'm like like Melissa McCarthy and stuff, like I like her, but in the same way that I like Will Ferrell, where in moderation, and she's kind of like that in this movie. She's not the main focus. She has some scenes and stuff. But she's not the star of the movie. Uh, Kate McKinnon, um, who was a Saturday Night Live alum, is actually, like, to me, she steals the movie. She's hilarious. Like, she plays the, the Egon role. Mm-hmm. Um, she's kind of designing all their weapons and stuff. Um, she's just a little bit out there, but funny. Um, and the way they, like, they're kind of, like, like uh, been working on these theories about ghosts since they were kids and stuff. And so it's, I don't know, man, it's, Especially if you can get it, like, and, like, watch it on Netflix. I don't know if it's streaming right now. I did the old man way of DVD. Um, <laughs> I'm sure there's ways to, to find it. Yeah, even if you watch it illegally. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna hold that against you. But it's, it's pretty, it's pretty funny. Surprisingly funny. <laughs> then I watched this Anne Hathaway movie called Colossal. Mm-hmm. Um, watching the trailer, I thought it was gonna be more of a comedy. Um, so it's Anne Hathaway is living like this party lifestyle with her in- boyfriend in New York and he basically is like look man like I can't support you being out drunk all the time and you're lying to me so you gotta go and so he kicks her out and she moves back to her home like in the small town and she runs into like her uh, friend from the time who I guess liked her but she either didn't like him or wasn't aware and um you know, he, like, runs a bar and so that was his dad's, and so she ends up, like, kind of working with him, and there's a part where, and, and they show this in the trailer, but, like, this giant lizard attacks Seoul, Korea, and eventually she figures out that she's the robot. She's the, I mean, she's the monster. Um, And so, but this movie is pretty dark. Like, Jason Sudeikis is kind of abusive to her and himself. Um. Mm-hmm. And so it's just her, like, there's not really a happy ending, but it is a good movie. Like, all the performances are amazing. Anne Hathaway, Jason Sudeikis. Um, it's just fucked. It's just a fucked up all around, like, movie about fucked up people. <laughs> yeah. You know? It's not one of those movies that if you want to watch a movie where you need a happy ending, you'll be, uh, you won't be satisfied with this movie. It has an ending, and I guess maybe, like, there's justice served, but it's not a happy one. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and I don't know, dude, it's weird. Apparently I'm on this, like, kaiju kick, because last, you know, last week I watched Godzilla vs. Kong, and then I watched mm-hmm. Colossal this week. And then I also watched the Netflix anime Godzilla Singular Point. Yeah, I didn't get to, um, I didn't get to watch this, so I saw it on there, but I just didn't get to it. So, it's... It's about Godzilla in the same way that, like, The Walking Dead is about zombies. Like, it more focuses on the people. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, God, like, like, that's one of the complaints about it. It's like, why are you going to name a show Godzilla and not have Godzilla in it? Like, or barely. And it's like, well, because, because that's not. Yeah. yeah, what do you even but, name it then at that point? Like, because, like, if it's a, it's a movie about the people, 
but Godzilla's in it, you don't call it Godzilla. Like, people aren't going to recognize, like, that Godzilla's in the movie. Right, and so it's a, it's like 13 episodes, 26, about 23 minutes each, 26 minutes each. Um, but basically, like, it involves, like, like a lot of, like, theories about time travel and stuff like that. And so they kind of figure out that the Godzilla's arrival is the sign of the apocalypse coming. And so they have to figure out how to course correct time and change it so that Godzilla doesn't appear. Hmm. And so that's, like, where Godzilla comes in. It's not because Godzilla's there necessarily to destroy the city. It's just Godzilla's coming. It's, like, it's like the signal of the... And there's, like, a scientist who was doing all this research, and they find all his notes. And there's, like, this song that keeps being played. And there's, like, a, a, a hidden message in the song. Mm-hmm. And so, like, this anime would be bad, but the characters are likable, like, they're not they're not insufferable or whatever there's a lot of science thrown around and that was the other thing that they, people complain about it's like oh they keep talking about this science thing or this science thing and it's like well yeah that's the whole point of the show is trying to figure out stop the apocalypse through science and time travel versus build you know um going out there and just straight up fighting godzilla with the army i mean there's scenes like that like Rod- rodan rodan shows up as you know a whole bunch of pterodactyls and then there's other beasts that show up and they're trying to stop them and of course there's people that you know want to stop them and there's people that want to like um use it for their advantage so there's not necessarily villains but there's definitely people that aren't working with this on the same side to stop godzilla but i Mm. found it pretty entertaining like i said it's only 13 episodes so it's not like it's the the um average netflix anime where they do the full 26 episodes oh nice Um, but then you watched an, an anime that I I, uh, I was only able to watch the first four episodes of uh, Odd Taxi. Oh, then you're further of me. I haven't been able to I haven't been able to sit sit down and watch. Um, I've only gotten through the first episode, so um, you're actually more the expert than me. Uh, but oh. this was uh, recommended from Quatros, who said it was really. He didn't realize it was going to be so good, and man, um, so basically, it's an anime about a taxi driver who's also a walrus, for whatever reason, they're animal characters, but it doesn't seem to really focus on, like, animal things, at least in the first episode, not like Beastars or anything like that, um, so, but it's, uh... It's pretty ridiculous all the different elements going on that uh, with the show. So like you just think it's like, you know, it just kind of plays itself as like he's just a taxi driver, um, and he has like a he has a great sense of humor, and I like I love um, his sarcasticness. Uh, but there seems to be like they talk on the radio on the news they talk about somebody that's gone missing and this this person that's, uh, you know, they're investigating, trying to find. And it's just the, the way everything is, like, just the first episode sets it up to you're like, holy shit, what is going on? Because there's so much, like, little little details that you you pick up on, on, you know, stuff that doesn't feel right. And then, like, and then right at the end, it's just like, guess what? Boom. Here's some more information about everything going on, and you're just like, 
dude, like, it's super intense. But I laughed. I thought it was pretty funny. The art style is, uh, is a little goofy, but I think it adds to the story a little bit because I don't think this is going to be, like, a normal anime anyway. It's just based off, you know, the um, the how it's written and stuff like that. So I'm I'm pretty I, I'm excited to get back into it and watch some more of it. Yeah. Um. When you kind of told me you were watching this and I found it on VRV, um, just looking at like the the thumbnail pictures, I was like, is this like Taxi Cab Confessions with animals? <laughs> Did you ever watch that show? Yeah. And so, like, basically, I thought it was like that, and then I'm watching it, and stuff's happening, and it's like, oh, no, so this is, like, it's not like Beastars where um, there's, like, the, the drama involved has to do with the hierarchy of animals. This is just set in a world where they're animals. Um, there's not necessarily any of that hierarchy, like, even in, like, Zootopia, how they kind of bring up the prey versus predator dynamic um yeah they don't really they at least through the first four episodes they didn't bring that up um so i'm watching it and there's something that happens in like the third episode and then the fourth episode they focus on the other character that it happens and i'm like wait why are they doing this episode and then you're watching it and stuff and this guy's kind of giving his like whole life story and stuff and then something happens and then they go, finally converge to the point that where the, the thing that happened in the third episode and you're like oh so that's why it's such a big deal to that person, you know? Yeah. Um, it's, it's kind of intense. Um, his, his, the, his, uh, the funny part is like his buddy, um, has like doing the, uh, online dating and he, uh, is being, is talking to like this 18 year old girl and he's calling him out. It's like, wait, she's young. He's like, no, she's an adult. She's 18. And he's like, wait, let me see your profile. And so he like takes his phone from him and he's, he will set his profile and it's like, dude, nothing on your profile is the truth. <laughs> and you're getting like, you're worried about her lying to you. <laughs> um, but That's yeah, so funny. like, um, there's a lot of intense stuff going on. Um, under like, un it's a lot of like, it deals a lot with like a criminal underworld more than way more than I thought it would. Like I said, especially when you're going into something you thought was just a uh, taxi cab confessions. <laughs> right I just thought it was going to be a bunch of like you know furry people like talking to, like basically it was going to be like you know the verbal version of furry porn where it's just like animals getting in there talking about like them having threesomes or something for the, <laughs> the furries to you know bang through the, but they don't have to censor it like they did like um um what was that um where they were like going to the different brothels and like raiding them Oh, oh! You mean like um, shoot? What is it? The one that they did it for fun, though, right? And they would write reviews, interspecies yes. reviewer, or whatever. What was it? Interspecies reviewer. Yes, interspecies reviewer. I thought it was going to be like the the taxicab confessions version of interspecies reviewer, where it's like, well, we're just talking about it. We're not showing, you know, deer titties and you know, <laughs> lion vagina, so you don't have to censor this. <laughs> Uh, no. And not even like actually, well, that wasn't even animals. It was more like we're not showing you elf titties and you know, uh, fairy vagina, I guess, because that would be more accurate to interspecies reviewer. <laughs> True. <laughs> or giant angel dick. Yeah, or giant angel dick. Yes. 
I guess some people think that's heaven. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, oh man, but yeah, it's from what I've watched so far. I'm probably gonna finish watching it. Um, there's a new uh, the new season has started, by the way. The second season? No, no, the new season of anime, the summer season. Oh, got you. So there, uh, Miss Kobayashi's Dragon Maid has at least its first, if not second, episode out already. Okay. And um, there's an anime that I'm probably going to start watching that has two episodes out called Girlfriend, Girlfriend. I feel, like I, s- oh, I feel like I saw that somewhere. Maybe on your... Like when I went on VRV to watch, um, it was on like the um, featured, the, the big thumbnail screen when you first log into the app. Oh, okay. That's probably where I saw it then. I, probably, yeah, isn't it? I was... I was gonna say, I've been trying to watch stuff on Funimation, and my Funimation app on the PlayStation 4 is unwatchable right now. Like, it just loads. Like, I put the show on, and it just, like, the little face in the thing starts doing a spinning thing, and it's like, all right. So I left it, at one point I left it there and, like, started doing dishes and stuff, waiting with the sound so I could hear it when it started. Mm-hmm. And it was a good five minutes, and it's like, okay, I guess I don't get to watch Funimation on my PlayStation 4 anymore. <laughs> that sucks. Yeah, because it works on my phone. I haven't tried it on my PlayStation. Yeah, friend of the show Man Thing um, said that he's he he was one of those also lucky enough to get the PlayStation Five, and he uh, he says he had problems like that near the end before he got the PlayStation Five. He had problems like that on the four, mm-hmm. but he watched it fine on his five. Like the interface and everything is completely different than the one on the four. Yeah, I feel like, like Funimation like screws everybody over with uh, their stuff. Yes, and not in a good way. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, and, and I mean, it's just because it kind of sucks too. Because um, so Funimation, like, and I don't know, I don't know how many people are really interested in it. But every country has different like restrictions on viewing and stuff like that, and it's kind of weird. So you just think that, and even some of the uh, like Hulu and Netflix, they have different versions in different countries. So my uh, my friend Quills, who's uh, in Australia, uh, Funimation just bought out the contract to show anime. So basically, she has to give up her. She's gonna have to stop watching her um, using her service and switch over to Funimation. So she's kind of nervous about what kind of service she's gonna get. Right. Or I, if it's I, even gonna be good. Watching one, a YouTube video about that a while ago before like she, um she mentioned that that um like funimation had bought that company mm-hmm. but let them operate as themselves for a while and then i guess they're just like maybe they waited till the panic went down because it's like oh god funimation bought this they're gonna change everything and then it's like oh nothing's changed and all of a sudden it's like never mind we're changing everything yeah and so yeah, that's the problem now is just like any other like streaming service. Now there's so much competition that it's irritating because um, there's like, you know, Hulu and Netflix and Disney Plus and Amazon all have originals. But it's the same thing for anime at this point. Like you get Crunchyroll has exclusives and Netflix Amazon, Funimation, they all have exclusives, so... Yeah, so it's just kind of like one of those things where it's super um, irritating, but, I mean, what are, what are you to do? Yeah, like, I saw somebody tweet something, and it was on Reddit, it was a screenshot, and it was like, you know, 
pretty much every music song is available on every streaming service. And it's like, but why aren't, but like a TV show. And it's like, all right, so season one is on Netflix and season two is on Hulu, except for the season finale, which is on this other streaming service. Yeah. yeah. So at this point now, you know, they can't, when they're doing shit like this, where it's like, oh, you want to watch season one, you got to have this. But if you want to watch season two and it's like, that's why people share passwords. It's like, all right, dude. We both want to watch this show. If I pay for one, we can both watch season one, and if I pay, and if you pay for the other, we can both watch season two. Mm-hmm. No, I agree. It's it's nuts. So you also watched another anime? Um, yeah, and some... I think we yeah, and I think we talked about the first season a while ago, but um, but yeah, the second season of um, of how. Not Yes, how not to summon demon lord? Uh, I was able to get through. It's the second season is only ten episodes, so it's a very short uh, season. And man, dude, it's uh, I, I I guess at the end of the day, it's nothing. Um, it's nothing special. It has some. It has some good laughs in there, and uh, I like the. They introduced a couple new characters, and one of them is, like, a pirate, like, captain, and she's pretty awesome. But, like, outside of that, like, the story's kind of, like, very meh. It just kind of goes, like, he he ends up accidentally falling out of the sky trying magic, and he bumps into a priestess who basically is like, oh, you're, you're God, you came to save me. And so he gets stuck in the middle of, like saving the the head priestess from the church because the church gets corrupted in power and trying to take over and like the main bishop is like trying to uh even overthrow god as far as power goes so and so like obviously he's like way too overpowered so it's not like any it's not like he had any 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 troubles and it had like some different like funny cliches about um about him being nervous around girls still, which is uh, which is kind of part of it is like because he was a shut in, and so now he's like this powerful guy and he helps people, so like the girls love him, but he's like way too nervous to do like any kind of moves, and whenever he like does any kind of actions, he tries to think of like what would a demon lord say or demon lord do, so like he always like sometimes like is overly mean in random situations. Instead of just beat himself, so there's a couple like little funny parts with that, but overall it's just kind of like it's nothing amazing to watch. Like if you have time, you can watch it for some cheap laughs if you've watched season one, but it's nothing to really go after and take a look for. Okay, it's like nothing super special, but it just kind of fits the um... yeah, it fits... adds to the story a little bit. Yeah, it, it fits the story's mo, but I mean, it's just it's not it's not amazing. I wonder if I wonder if like how like um close to the manga it follows then if the manga just, or if they went ahead of the manga and just made up and went full um That's a good question. Game of Thrones. <laughs> Dude, I've I've started to get the it. Do you say you say Game of Thrones? Dude, I'm almost there to just go ahead and finish the last season, like start watching it and just, and I'm ready to embrace the pain and disappointment. Like, I I feel like it's finally time. I was talking to somebody I work with and she said that she watched 
all of it except for the last episode. And she's like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not ready. I don't hate myself that much yet. <laughs> oh man, I am, I am so ready for the disappointment. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of disappointment, Sean, there's a new Destiny event going God on. Damn it, you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> Think you're so fucking funny, you and your little clever. <laughs> you set me up for it, so it's your fault. <laughs> and uh, I'm not lying. Oh, geez, here we go. <laughs> So the new summer event for Destiny is here. The uh, Heroes of Solstice is back. You get to get you got to level up your armor, so you get fancy glow armor. And if you love, if you do enough random quests to level up all your armor, it, you get to uh, enjoy. Uh, of t-shirt and emblem and if you do it on all three characters you get a special ghost character that you could use yeah i don't know uh, why you would do this on all three characters i mean at this point now i'd probably rather watch um the season eight of game of thrones on repeat for a little while <laughs> well the thing is is after your first character it improves it by it, it reduces everything that you need to do by 30 percent 33%, and then on your last character, it reduces everything that you need to do by 66%. Yeah, so I did the first, I got, I, I upgraded from the blue armor, I did that, and I mean, like, that was almost too easy, it took me only, like, a couple days, Yeah. because I tried to play on Tuesday, and the servers were all down. Yeah. And so, like, I would get into the game, and I got in long enough to, like, accept a couple quests, and then it kicked, server's not responding, and it kicked me out, and then I tried to get back in, and, like, there was a queue, and I guess it was even going on until Wednesday morning, because somebody else I know that plays Destiny posted on their story that they were, like, 440 seconds in line to get into the game. Yeah, there seem to be some issues with, and I guess that's the biggest thing, is whenever they do, like, they put in a patch, like, there always seems to be a few issues so, but yeah, there's some stuff on there where I'm like, yeah, I have no interest in even doing that. So I don't have that much time. I have a job that's re that actually pays me money not to my job is to play this 24 seven. Oh, is that so? <laughs> I, I, I don't want to have to bust out the poop bucket for this game. <laughs> it's not too bad to be honest though. Like, I mean, like, it seemed like, it felt like the stuff with the blue armor was stuff that, like, it was a little grindy, mm -hmm. but it was stuff that you would do just through natural progression of playing. Mm -hmm. the game. Yeah, I mean, I think they made it a little bit harder. And on the glow one, it's not too bad. Like, it, I think raid is the hardest, wa hardest one. So, but, I mean, we have raids, like, every weekend, so. True. We should be. If, and you have until August to do this? Yeah. I think you have until the end of the season, like August twenty fourth or something. Unless they, unless this, unless they uh, only made the event like limited, at, like even closer. So yeah, I don't know. I got an email that I I got it. I get to buy a a special uh, hoodie though. Oh, for sp the splicer thing or? 
I guess whatever it's for. I just know it's a for the expunge hoodie. Oh yeah, that one was pretty cool. I was actually gonna buy it, but I bought the uh, the raid jacket for um, for Bog, so I didn't purchase. I didn't want to purchase another jacket. So, and then like I mean, it's kind of cool, except my biggest complaints about it is that a it's like a pullover hoodie with a zipper. Like make mm-hmm. up your mind. And it has both a collar and a hood. Like again, make up your mind, dude. It's like at that point when you have a collar and a hood, you might as well just be have a cut your hair into a mullet because you want to do that party and business at the same time. <laughs> fair enough, sir. Fair enough. <laughs> um also this week they uh updated vog the master mode and so basically you need to be 1340 to get into the raid to have a chance and they added all sorts of different champions and modifiers in it so i don't know if anybody in the clan has beat it yet but um they've definitely tried and they have struggled they made it all the way to atheon it sounds like so I haven't given it a try myself because I'm not there yet. And I told them I was probably not going to even bother trying <laughs> until I got to 1340. So, but uh, it seems like the time loss rewards that they talked about were not even um, all that great at the end of the day. What do you mean so, time loss rewards? Yeah, so um, they took the, the raid weapons and they added extra perks to them. And kind of made him a little bit more beefy. Um, so basically, if you beat uh, if you beat the master raid, then you have potentially a chance to get, or I think you do get one weapon um, that week of the time lost version of of the raid weapon, and it makes it to where you can um, get the stronger edition. So like if you play at the grant like if you play Nightfall you have a chance to get the um the raid the the Nightfall weapons, but if you do a Grandmaster, you get the uh an updated version, um, which is like the adept version of the weapon. And you could you could get um different mods to put on it that are stronger than normal mods. And uh, the gun is usually a little bit more stronger, or is better than the okay. uh, other version. So, I mean, yeah. I'm still having fun doing the the the. I mean, there's like I guess technically two events going on right now. The like the seasonal event. There's the the summer event, and then there's the like the actual like in season story game event. Yeah. Like, I still like doing that, but... Yeah. Uh, I only yeah, do it, that right now. I it was weird. Because, yeah, because, like, in the summer seasonal event, you have to go back and do, like, old uh, missions and stuff. It's, it's pretty weird, like, going and doing the one um, hunt again. And then doing, like, the uh, last season, we had to do the um, the battle the battleground stuff. So I thought it was interesting going back and doing such things. Yeah, I guess that's the thing. It's like I'm like, dude, I already did that shit. Like, I'm trying to like move forward. I'm not. I'm not trying to live in the past, bro. <laughs> See, when they originally did the first, and I, I don't know how many people remember this, but the first Hero of Solstice, you had to go back and do story missions that were modified. 
and you had to do like there was five missions you had to redo and they changed up the story and the modifiers on it um to do it so it was like it was pretty it was pretty tough it was pretty interesting it's kind of uh disappointing that like now we just do all these random chores of stuff to get Right, and that, uh, that was that, that was more interesting because, like you said, you got a little bit different, sto- more like different take on the story, and you got to kind of redo those missions, but like mm-hmm. more challenging versus just like fetch quests. Yes, fetch quest. The thing, and then the the one quality of life thing that I really do like about the EAZ, which is the summer um, activity for Hero Solstice, is that at the end they keep the chest up the whole time, so you don't have to like try to memorize it and then run off and figure it out. <laughs> so every you, I've been able to get every chest I've earned every time, which has been super nice. I was. Yeah, I think the last time I think the last time I did it, I missed we missed one chest, but that was because it was like in a weird spot, like a. Yeah. But other than part, that, yeah, the part is too you have to like watch where the blueberries fucking go and then go the opposite direction. That's the only thing. Like sometimes they follow each other, and you're just like, just spread out and go grab the chest, man. Like, come on. Right, and then it was weird. Like when you were doing this, the, the the like the one where you missed it, the when you were doing the game actual like taking down the mini bosses and all that stuff it was the one where like you had to like use the the boost to jump mm-hmm. and then um and then like run on a ledge and then jump up and jump on another boost to get on the roof like i did that easy during the when we were like but then when the chest was up i i fell like four times and I'm like, okay, this is this is my loss <laughs> you can't blame them yeah, no. That's um, funny. But I do. But my, my and then the first time I went in there, I was a fucking idiot. Yeah. Why? Because like I'm like, oh, we're getting a helmet. I, you know, even without being told, like I played enough Destiny to know that, um, I need to put this helmet on to go into the event. <laughs> and so I go into the event and I'm trying to I'm like killing ads and helping out and stuff and I come across one of the, min- the like the they had, like. They joined me in progress, so I, like they had like the main boss being attacked, and it was the the witch, whatever those are the from the hive. Yeah. Um, and so I'm shooting at it, and it's like invulnerable, and I'm like, all right, why am I not doing any damage? Shooting at it, invulnerable. I'm like, you know what, fuck, dude. Like I spent way too much time in here. I left, and I'm like looking online, looking online, like trying to find out why I'm not doing any damage. And then I go check my kit after like. 20 minutes at least of like trying to find the internet like scour the internet to find out what i'm doing wrong i'm like wait let me check something i look at my character and i'm like oh i didn't fucking put the helmet on oh my gosh even though you knew you had to put it on <laughs> yes because i thought oh. me saying that was me i'm like oh i need to put this helmet on and i'm like okay by me saying that and acknowledging i have to put the helmet on i put the helmet on yes that's hilarious <laughs> Oh, Daniel, you're a yes. silly man. <laughs> so, at that um, point, I was like, you know what, man? I think I want to stop playing Destiny forever because I'm, I hate myself that much. That's pretty. I respect that decision. <laughs> the uh, I'm. It was interesting because they also announced this week that the uh, they're going to update us on the Witch Queen expansion pack 
in August. Uh, so the Witch Queen is expected to come out in 2022 in the springtime, is, uh, was the original estimate. So I think it'll be interesting to see what they're going to announce. The other part is, is and nobody knows yet, is the final season that we paid for. We're in the final season um, of the... Uh, of the paid DLC. So whatever happens after this season is kind of up in the air and nobody really knows about it. Um, you would imagine that with the season ending in basically six weeks, um, five weeks, that if we were going to pay for a new expansion, that we would be paying for it, but we're not. So it's... Um, it's a little suspicious, my friend. I don't. I. I really am not sure what's going. What. What we're going to be doing for the next. Uh, for the next. Uh, um, expansion pack, or at least the next season, because they haven't really said anything. So it's like, are we getting a free season until the Witch Queen comes? Are we going to have to pay for a season? And like, are they really going to make everybody pay for a season like a week before it happens? You know what I mean? Right. It's kind of like that, um, the TikTok song, where it's like, don't be suspicious, don't be as, like, and usually it shows, like, an animal doing something very suspicious, like, getting ready to misbehave. Right. <laughs> but in this case, it's, um, um, the creators of Destiny. It's not Bungie anymore, is it? Or is it? It's Bungie still. It's, okay, it's not Bungie, but it's not Activision, that's right. I knew Correct. somebody left. Yeah, Activision is gone. It's straight bungee now. So, oh man, yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I guess that's see, that's my problem with this game is the the they do a lot of the grindy shit that you see in MMOs, but they want to be more like the division than like an MMO, like a multiplayer first person shooter. Mm-hmm. I they need to. I still think they need to make up their mind, and the, and <laughs> and like. The, this this community is pretty toxic. It's it's fun to watch the stuff on Reddit when it makes the front page. <laughs> the amount of hatred they have for each other and the game. I don't know what's what it, what's stronger is the hatred for fellow players or the hatred for the creators of the game. Right. <laughs> no, I I totally agree. I think people take it way too fucking seriously. Yes. So. Like like um the way they like um and um is it. Osiris or whatever, where it's like if you keep winning, you you know, you uh, get more. Uh, you get up against people that keep winning, but if you like are new, you still kind of have to face people that are winning. Yeah, there's a lot of conversation about why Trials of Osiris is bad, and th that is part of the rate. That is part of the um, disappointing part is that you know, um, you you don't really get matched up very well. And like, if it's your first time like playing it, you could get you could get matched with somebody that's gone flawless like a hundred times. Right, and then they come in and it's like, haha, I've gone flawless a hundred times and I destroyed you. And it's like, yeah, because this is my first time in here. Like, I don't know, I don't even know like where the where the like the map, you know, like kind of a thing. You know, it's like I don't know what yeah. I'm. I'm still learning. And it's like. Like, uh, we're, Manthing and I were talking last night, and we were talking about how um, Square Enix changed the um, the terms on Final Fantasy XIV 
And I know a lot of like the reactionary YouTubers were like talking about how Final Fantasy is getting sopped and this and that, but they very much crack down on like toxic and hostile environments in the game where like like there's a function in there where you can vote to kick people out of the dungeon, right? Really? Holy shit. And, oh. And so that's like and so like when I was learn like the first couple times I went in there as a healer, like kind of learning how to play healer, um like well the first time I went in there, like the tank wasn't doing his job properly and he was kind of talking shit about me in the chat and then somebody else kind of stood up for me and was like, dude, the healer can't isn't supposed to carry you. Like you have to help. Like you have to you know, there's different uh, moves that you can use to take hits and not get as much damage. And they weren't yeah. doing any. They're, they had their thing where they did the damage on. And so, like, the, and then I did another dungeon that I beat. Like, at one point, um, there was, like, four of us, you know, the healer, the tank, and two DPS. And so, like, the everybody was down except for me, and the boss still had a little bit of health left. And I'm like, all right, well, let's see what I can do. And so I ended up beating the boss and clearing the dungeon. And then I went in there as a healer, and they ended up kicking me because they wanted, they weren't getting out of the AOEs. Like they were like expecting, they were expecting to just stand still and me to cover, cover heal them and carry them through heals. Mm-hmm. And so they ended up kicking me, and I'm like, all right, whatever, man. Like I'm not gonna, I can't hold your hand, dude. You got to help me out. Yeah. And so now, like even like if you're, um, if you kick people for the wrong reason, you can be reported and get, you know, bans, like, like time off, basically, like suspensions and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so you, another thing, like if you make a mistake, people would be like, oh, you need to get good, get the hell out of here, stop playing, you know, that kind of shit. And now it's like, oh, no, I, and I haven't played, but this is just from what Manting was talking about with his personal experience. We're like, oh, no, no, it's fine, man. Like, you did good. Like, we got this. It's just a raid. Who cares? It's not that big of a deal. Like, But before even, like, the, the leveling dungeons where people who were, like, trying to get to the level of, um, to, the, to get to the end game stuff where, like, people were treating it like it was serious, like a top tier like professional raid and talking shit and so like he said that's all gone so i'm like kind of like ooh, maybe i want to get back into final fantasy again it yeah. seems friendlier that's true maybe i should uh try it again if yeah, i have I time mean, <laughs> i mean you you got hung up on the fact that you didn't know how to emote and you you're like i can't use <laughs> it so i'm gonna quit <laughs> right quit over emotes yes <laughs> how do i wave and i'm like dude just, and I even said, I'm like, wait till I get home, man. I'm like, literally leaving work right now. I'll be home in like 15 minutes. I'll take a shower. Like, give me like a half an hour. And you're like, I jumped on. I can't figure out how to emote. This game sucks. I'm not playing it anymore. <laughs> uh, good times. Yes. But to be fair, though, like the first like 20 levels of the game do kind of are kind of boring because it's like minimal controls and like straightforward. But then once you kind of unlock different things, you get more attacks and you can kind of more customize your uh, character mm. makes sense you have to do that for every character um you can either like you can either specialize in one character or you can like level up multiple characters it's up to you mm. but the thing is is like you don't lose the gear it's not okay. like destiny where you have like, um, like the, the gear isn't like locked towards certain yeah. classes yeah. Well, it's a lot for certain classes, but, like, if you change... You keep the same character, but and you can, like... It's like, oh, I unlocked this stuff, but it's for a tank. Like, you can use your, like, DPS to unlock tank stuff, and then you can go play tank, and you already have the stuff for that level. Hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So. No. But, yeah. That's pretty cool. Yes. Not too shabby. Not at all. 
All right, everybody, that's it for today's show. Thanks for hanging out. Make sure you follow us on Podbean, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, Amazon Podcast. You can check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, on Untapped, all those magical places. Make sure you give us a review. Tell us how great we are, how much we or bring down your Sunday. Okay <laughs> give us a five-star review and say we're, we're okay-ish. Top of the okays. Uh, alright everybody we'll catch you next time later